It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. Welcome, everybody. It is Monday, second show today, because that's what's happening. I don't know. You know how it goes. I like to do a lot of shows, and I need to take the share off of that for now so we can get here. You can see a lot of us. Uh, it's just me right now. So it's just a lot of me, which is better than my screen, maybe. But, yeah, uh, we're here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN, with other great shows such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, This Is It with Lizzie, and Saved by the Ben and our sponsors, Sockemup.org, Hardcore Comedy, Hypnosis is Great, Stoner Eats Productions, and Fred Band Savages. Fuck. And so today, that's that's what's going on, you guys. Um, I'm gonna say before we start, like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff. That's how we keep these places going, and you know that. And you know that all it takes is just a second just to click it, you can just click it. Don't click it. I don't care. I'd like you to, but you don't have to. Just listen. Come back and listen. I have cool guests. I have special guests. And I'm going to go and I'm going to bring a special guest on. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm going to bring on two special guests. And I totally re remember that I forgot to do something. I remember that I forgot. Um I remember that I forgot to ask how to pronounce your last name. And I think you're on mute. There you are. I am no longer on mute. My Perfect. last name is Durchuk. Yeah. Durchuk. Okay. I was going to make sure I didn't, I didn't uh, or say it wrong. Um, what about, are you both have the same last name? You're both Durchuk? No, not or, yet. <laughs> not, not yet. No, what, I mean, La Laporte. Laporte. Okay. Yeah. Um, then, uh, I'll make sure I will, ah, I'll take care of that later. Um, I'm not concerned about it. We're not concerned probably. about it. Call okay. us whatever you want. Perfect. Well, we'll go with Jen and Dan. I haven't had a setup like this for a while. I don't know if I have it all this season where I've had two guests from the same location on at the same time. So you two are a bit of trailblazers here. So oh, nice. we like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um I, that's cool it works out i was i forgot for a little bit until i was looking last night it's like oh okay i do have two guests on today so um want to make sure i had that right but also or maybe that was yesterday morning everything's kind of a blur uh this last weekend so um i wasn't doing anything like that i just did a whole bunch this weekend and i don't remember anything so um <laughs> That's that sounds like our lives right now too. So it's yeah. it works out. We understand. Yeah, it's it's always always hustling and always going. So you two work together. Is that what what the the gimmick is? Uh, sometimes. So so in life, sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in life, yes. Okay. Uh, what about in uh, uh, air quotes life? Yeah. 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 We well we're yeah. <laughs> oh my god 
we both have separate businesses, but we also like combine and do stuff together sometimes yeah. as well. Collaborate. Yeah, we'll call it collaborating. Yeah. yeah. One, two punches. Jen's good at that getting, well, it depends on the, on, on the person, but sometimes we'll start someone off with me and then they move over to Jen or vice versa. And we just sort of have different skills and yeah. So, yeah. We've done a lot of like, I will find the area, like the area where people need to do work. And I do like the energetic work and then I send them to Dan and he gets them in for the deep work. So. So is there a crossover there at all between what, what you do and what he does or does it, does it stop off? And this is where you go for Jen and this is where you go for Dan or are there some I would say that like, who, yeah. there's some crossover, but for like spirituality or energetic work, you're coming to me and for like very realistic kicks in the butt, you're going to Dan, <laughs> like for the physical, like this is what you do to take action in your life right now. You go to Dan. And so Okay, so is, do you, I mean, do you ever have something like where um, you have a client and they like one of you more than the other? Does it ever get to be yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I just would rather work with you through the whole thing or. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And, and sometimes they start out feeling like that with me and then we finish whatever we're doing. Like we've had clients that have done like big sections of time with me and then they've gone over and done big sections of time with him so it's kind of whatever your flavor is at the moment I guess <laughs> yeah so people need more I don't know if the right word is more time to like explore ideas or explore situations that they're going through um and they need time to sort of come to terms with um maybe some some parts of spirituality um they tend to go to Jen because I very much like action oriented stuff. And so they always leave with some sort of task or some sort of action steps. So yeah, so if people are feeling like life is already too crazy, uh, then they typically like to sort of just settle in and kind of work through the, the heavier, um, I don't know the right way of saying this, the heavier mental stuff. And then once they feel prepared to kind of start to make moves, then we get into like the strategies and and that type of stuff. And so then, uh, so where, like, are are you guys uh, just, are you word of mouth? Are people like someone talks to you and then it kind of goes from there? Are you guys out at, uh, I don't know what they're called, if they'd be a trade show or whatever you would call mm -hmm. that and just sort mm -hmm. of out there putting yourselves out there how's how's that going honestly it's kind of a little bit of everything we have lots of word of mouth stuff we've done a few for a few years now we've done holistic healing circles where we kind of do a little bit of our trade at a healing circle with a couple other people and we've done trade shows as well a lot of social media so we're kind of dabblers we're everywhere yeah okay yeah investing in different areas for sure and so then are you, is this all in person? Are you doing online stuff too? Or how's that working? Both. Both. Yeah. The holistic healing circles tend to be in person. And um, when we first started, cause we started before uh, COVID yeah, before, hit. Before, before, and the before, before time. You know. Yeah, yeah, before time again. 
And that was all done in person. And then with COVID, you had to shift, right? Everybody had to pivot. So now we kind of do a combination of both in person, over the computer, whatever people are comfortable with. Really. Yeah. And the shift, unfortunately, became too conven- like very convenient. So now when you're trying to like measure going back out and being face to face with people, it's like there's all these things that come up. But we still work in person. Like she said, we in circles. I've got a like a circuit that I do once every two weeks where I go in person and meet people like at where they're at. Um, yeah, and it, but the energy is completely different. If you're doing one like face to face. It's people really are a lot more involved. Um, you can just feel it, and so are we, or so are my. I should say, I shouldn't speak for you, but I'm much more involved. I can feel more like the body language. I can feel more their energy and see their facial expressions clearer and that type of stuff. And I find it helps a lot. I can work wherever. It doesn't matter for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It became interesting. Yeah. Like I I was doing Zoom. I had an office in up until 2019. And then I I moved and thought I'd be snowed in everywhere where I was. So, and rent for an office was crazy expensive. So I started doing Zoom and people were real iffy about it. And then, uh, then, then the, I guess the the before time ended and we went, we went into that and uh, everyone became very open to that. And it, yeah, didn't need an office anymore. I'd, if people really wanted to meet somewhere, I had a a spot that would, you know, be able to rent me out by the hour or whatever, but yeah. And so then are you going to people's houses or like their jobs or what's, what's going on with that? Yeah. It's typically workplaces uh most well for most commonly for me anyways i work with a lot of entrepreneurs um mainly in like relationships and leaderships with their employees and really just trying to um gain more trying to think of the right words you're kind of let go of the reins and uh find put systems in place so that they can kind of step away from their business so i wind up going to their workplaces often meeting with their employees or sitting with them um and kind of going over the day-to-day and whatever and um, so yeah, it's usually workplaces, you know. Yeah, yeah going and going to people's houses can be. Uh, I mean, it's a whole, whole thing. Uh, being in somebody else's house, especially you two are you two are in Canada, correct? Somewhere. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, well, here in the states, if you're going into somebody's house, they can say all kinds of stuff. They could say, uh, "Oh, that." Uh, you know, I had some uh, Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci, I guess, uh, as the kids say now, uh, painting original. And uh, this person came in here, they stole it. And uh, I don't know. And so or, you know, they you know, there's there's a lot of stuff kind of like that, where it's iffy to go into someone else's house. And because it's yeah, they're in a serious space. But um I don't know. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that much up there, but I was very cautious. I only went into one person's house and then I, I said, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't, I don't know what, you know, they're these people, you know, they're, they're, they're good people. They're my clients, but they're not, you never know. You never really know. So, yeah. and it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, it's been nice though that, I mean, I'm happy with people being in their home and they're, them getting to be if they can't be like directly with me 
They can be sitting in that spot that's comfortable for them. Uh, they can be hanging out in bed. I don't care. They can <laughs> do whatever. They can sit on a couch and, uh, you know, be in, be in their underwear or whatever. And that's totally fine. Instead of having to go into some office that's maybe, maybe comfortable if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. But usually most offices don't tend to be as good of a place even uh like your your own you know personal office just never seems to be as comfortable as home i mean what home is home no so. no, no, no obviously not no and, yeah um, and then they're just uh the world is so uh busy just in general i was talking to people yesterday and just we we're just talking about how everything is so closely scheduled and so busy and so if you can save I don't know, let's say 20 minutes car ride each way. It, you, it doesn't seem like a lot, but that can give you 40 more minutes with your family or that could give you 40 more minutes to prepare a healthy meal or it's a, it's a lot of time in today's, I don't know the right word, society, environment, whatever you want to call it. It's, it could be a lot of time saved. Yeah, that, uh, and then just the stress of not having to go and drive through that, especially when you're about to, you know, come home with your family and or be with your family or whatever, even even by yourself, you know, or you know, have yeah, just being able to ease into it. It was it was kind of nice uh watching like a lot of the big I don't know, a lot of the big buildings just closed down for a while and mm-hmm. um it was great for driving around and being able to do stuff with a, a lot of people being able to work from home. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. I got to, uh, got to go out a little bit, but, um, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't a blast for everybody, but, um, what, so what, what were you two doing then during, uh, the, after the before time <laughs> during the middle time, the middle, the middle time, time. Yeah. yeah, middle, middle ages, time. the middle ages. Uh, we were trying to figure out how to pivot our business. We started while well, Dan owned a gym um, that was Whoa. pretty solidly up and running. We had just finished expanding the gym. Uh, like I had just come on board. We just finished expanding the gym into an open gym and the classes that we were doing. So we expanded everything <laughs> and then everything shut down. Nine and days so later. nine days later, it was nine days. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything just went. So we had to try and figure out what we were going to do after in the, in the middle time. How did and that go? How, I mean, that's like just trying to build a pivot. <laughs> I mean, I assume it wasn't an easy pivot to go from having something you have figured out to, to being in uh Oh, okay. We got a, we need to pivot. I mean, is mm. it like, is it shut down for a little bit and, uh, or is it immediately go right into something new or is it? Well, yeah, I know. think we spent a lot of time like back and forth between, are we going to stay open? Are we going to try and do this with all the regulations and rules and the openings and closings? And then we both felt like really strongly intuitively that we were supposed to be done with the physical building and try and pivot. But I mean, it took a long time yeah well we started we i think it took us six months to finally decide to pull the plug um and uh it was like we, we had just sort of come out of the scratching client phase of a new business and went kind of right back into it so that was challenging 
Um, but the six months we we held on to it. The operating costs were incredible. Um, we held on to it anyways. Um, and then we got about six months in and they started coming with a, a I don't know what you call it, like a reopening plan. They had like these reopening plans, how you could have limited people and what the regulations were going to be and stuff. And uh, and we just went, we can't, we just can't even, we can't even open. It would have been like three people. Yeah, allowed three <laughs> like, people. Yeah. Not enough yeah, people. Where we would normally have like 20 or 30 yeah. type thing. Um, so it wouldn't have been able to pay the bills anyways. And then we were really grateful we did decide to close it because for the next two years, they yo-yoed uh, open, close, open, close, open, close. So our employees like would have been, you know, yo-yoed as well and so on. So it was easier to just say, that's it. We're glad we just said, that's yeah. it. Shut it down, move on and uh, put it behind us and move into the next thing. Yeah. So then it started this sort of phase of yeah. trying to build a business from scratch again. But a lot of it, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out like what, where we even wanted to pivot to, right? Because mm -hmm. you pivot and then you start going and you're like, mm, no, not this way. It's like, kind of like pivot, 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 pivot. <laughs> and now I think we're both solidly in a place where yeah. we're comfortable yeah. with where we're at. So, yeah. so yeah. was that, was this anything that was on the horizon beforehand be or did it just sort of pop into your head? Let's do this. Let's explore this. Well, it was definitely on the horizon. Yeah. Um, Jen had already opened an, an office. Uh, we had set a, a room aside in the gym um, and she was using that as an office to work with people in this sort of form already. And so the idea was that with the rebrand and when we re-renovated and, and expanded, we we're going to offer these services. And then the idea was that in a year or two, let's say, when the business was um, able to run with its, on its own with a manager in place, we were going to kind of move in this direction anyways. So it kind of was, uh, it was just kind of a kick in the, in the butt to kind of get going a little quicker. That works yeah. out all right. <laughs> you yeah. probably didn't think so at the time, but yeah. you know, yeah, at the time it was probably a little, a little frustrating. And, mm. but I mean, that's when, yeah, you need that kick in the butt. Something was selling you that kick in the butt and got you got you into you know doing what you're doing now and then you can yeah, you can kind of i mean still got we're getting to work side by side but now it seems uh a little more and you know it can be you can be at home on a monday afternoon mm -hmm. together yeah, <laughs> yeah and, that, that part's been pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. So do you, do you get to have lunch and stuff together then a lot of the time? Do you get to sit down and be like, hey, it's lunchtime. Let's let's have some caviar and um, and whatever else you're having. You know, it was in our <laughs> lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it depends on the day. Yeah. We're kind of, I don't know, we have, again, we're dabblers. So we kind of have a lot of stuff on the go at once. So we're in and out a lot, but also when we can. Yeah, probably a couple of times a week we get to, yeah. yeah. And we get to have um, maybe slower starts to our morning than most, you know, than than we were able to in the past, which is nice. Yeah. But uh, we kind of, it's kind of, uh, it's a weird balance because, you know, then we're working Saturdays. And like, so it's like, um, for us, it's more of the opportunity, like to spend more time with family, like when it's convenient and be fully present then and there rather than having, um, I don't know if that makes sense. 
rather than having like a set schedule per se. Right. When you might still be thinking about work and uh, still not there, like, oh, I got this deadline of whatever. And um, so then you take Sundays off. Is that what you were getting at with saying that you work sometimes Saturdays? Uh, we are trying to, but like, I think this is maybe also what Dan was trying to get at is just when you work from home, it's really like, if I can hear <laughs> my child downstairs having fun and giggling and Dan and her playing, like makes me want to go <laughs> and not be <laughs> working. Right. So it's that balance of like finding a dedicated space and a dedicated, like dedicated focus to be able to do your work when it's work time and then come up and still have like the balance between, I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like I just went off on a tangent. Uh, well, so then are there, uh, are your rooms that your offices, are they far enough apart or, or is it like being in a call center where you're kind of hearing <laughs> everything that, that there's, you know, that the other one's saying yes. and, uh, <laughs> That's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've worked in those and it's, it's hard. That's really hard to do that yeah. one. Um, so do, do you have enough space or do you guys have soundproofing going on or? No, uh, we've got enough. Zero uh, there's no, depends. Usually we're okay. Outside and inside count and soundproofing. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, is a lot of times we try, we'll take off to a coffee shop or we'll sit on the back deck because they've got lots of uh, room here. It's nice to just sit outside and enjoy nature. So it's like, we have a lot of flexibility there. Um, but like you said, uh, Sundays are definitely our family day where like nothing happens but family on that day. Um, and then, yeah, we try to make it like you know if we can cut out early here and there then we'll we'll take advantage of that um and, but those things come at the cost of like having to work you know maybe not not do like a, a you know a steady 40, 40 hour work week from nine to five or whatever it is it's kind of a little bit all over the place but we find that when we are with our family we're able to just turn it all off and just focus in 100 percent. and it's it's really rewarding it's really rewarding because that's something that practice though yeah i don't think we were always like that i think that's something that's definitely taken practice mm -hmm. so <laughs> what was it that had to be practiced for that being like, present well, yeah and not thinking about like oh i have to do this 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 or being at work like i said and feeling like i need to be i would rather be obviously always i would rather be with my family but feeling like i'm super focused on work when i have the chance to work and then being super present with my family when I'm with my family, I think. Yeah. So just the the things are being able to turn off whatever it is that's going on in your mind mm -hmm. and just put it aside. Um, so I guess it's the whole sort of discipline thing being like, you know, <clears throat> being clear on what it is you're trying to achieve, um, making sure that you're blocking out chunks of time that are adequate to to do that work. Um, and then staying focused on that work while you're doing that work, not scrolling like, you know, social media or answering messages or all the other distractions. any distraction that you could find, you know, cleaning the house, doing dishes, making food, whatever it is. Uh, and just setting, setting like that time aside, putting headphones in if you have to, and just getting it done. Um, and then when you're done, um, and you've accomplished the goals for that day, then you can turn it off and say, Hey, normally I'd work another hour, but I'm done everything for today. So let's, um, uh, you know, let's just go enjoy our time together. Whereas in the past, 
um, I would have kind of, when I would do busy, a lot of busy work, it'd be like, this is the time duration for my work day. And I have to try to get as much done as possible in this work day. And then no matter what would happen in that work day, I'd still end the day feeling like I didn't do enough. So like I said, having tasks for each day, setting aside enough an adequate time to finish those tasks, staying focused while you're in those time chunks. And then whenever those tasks are done, instead of saying, oh, I, I want to go take on more, say, no, what's important to me is my family. So I'm going to go take advantage of that. Yeah. I think a lot of it too was like being able to slow down and realize that even if you have a list of a hundred things to do, like that's not realistic <laughs> to get those done in one day. So you pick like, you prior like learn how to prioritize yourself. So what's the top, like one, two or three things that you want to get done that day. And what's a manageable amount of time to do that. And that's all you focus on. I think that's been a huge learning opportunity for me with that one. Same. Yeah. Very chaotic. We're both very like creative. So it's very, we're, we like chaos but we have to reel it in so we like just have to have just enough structure so that we can flow so it's not too chaotic but it leaves us room for flow if that makes sense that's been one of our big things is being able to get that point of yeah being able to have the freedom to do what you want but at the same time stop here you've done too much that's it that's it. Let's go do something different. And so then you're just able just to say, just turn it off and nothing ever comes later. And I mean, do you, well, so let's say, let's say you're in that time. All of a sudden you get a great idea that comes in. What happens? Oh, good question. Yeah. This is, this is where it gets difficult. <laughs> you literally just say like, I need to pause for a second. I need to write something down. I have either paper or my phone with me all the time. And I'm always writing down whatever's coming through. And then you just put it away after and keep going. Yeah, it's like you're, I don't know if you experience this as well, but you like, if it's, if you let it sit there, then your mind is trying to process it um, so that you don't lose it and, or you're trying to remember it so you don't lose it, which is what is removing you from being present with yourself or your family or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So like Jen said, super simple, get it down on paper and if anything comes up, because that is for us when these these creative ideas come up, it's when you just surrender and you're sort of in the moment and enjoying life and all of a sudden you're having these things come to you. So yeah, just getting it off your mind onto a piece of paper or, or written onto a phone and then you're done. You set it aside. That works out all right. That works yeah. out. Do you do that too? Or? Um, sometimes I try, but then sometimes I don't end up writing enough uh and, and i feel like uh, you got the plus sign like, what is that? yeah yeah what, what is this uh i don't know what i was trying to get at and i i feel like it's one of those uh like larry david moments or something and i don't know what what's going on with it and i'm like i don't know what this means and so yeah, i try to at least we'll write enough down that it's not just some thought i try to get at least enough of it where i can come back to it and then it's also going back to it and you know, knowing if it's in written in a notebook or if it's in my my phone somewhere, because my phone's with me most all the time. My notepad sometimes is, but yeah. Then going back through notes in my phone, it's it's tough. They're in a lot of different places. Yes, and same. I think I think that's the hard part. Getting them in <laughs> one spot, and I'll say, oh, I usually it's a Google Doc or something, or um, and then it's like, oh, I put this. I'll put this in the notes app. 
and uh, yeah. and against right, the thousands. Yeah, I'll write an email myself. I'll send myself a text message. I'll look at that again, and then it doesn't happen. So uh, <laughs> yeah, you learn a thing or two, and so um, so then are you to planning on uh going to i don't know going to the next level together with uh i or what would the next level kind of be or is, is that like some sort of is there is there a book coming or something or uh some sort of interesting uh, there, there are a few books coming there are, <laughs> yes. um, trying to squeeze them in in between um you know, all these other things we got going on. Staying disciplined with them is a challenge for the two of us. Um, we get caught by shiny things often. We have to sure. kind of reel it back. Um, but yeah, I think we've got lots of stuff coming. We do work together on different projects. Um, so it's more like we kind of pull the projects on and off the burner, like depending on where we're at. So we work together in uh, what we call the independence project. And uh, that there we help uh, families with anxiety so it's usually starts out with someone contacting us saying that one of their teens has a lot of anxiety and they have the parents have anxiety and they're struggling to sort of manage it or or get any help with it and here in Canada there's a like really long waiting list like years um, and not enough supply for the demand um, and a lot of people also can't afford it so we run the independence project we've been working it for about a year now um, and um, we're just trying to find ways to get these services to people to help them, um, which has been a real challenge. Try to figure out how to make it accessible, how to make it affordable, how to get them information that's actually going to help them. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of one of the projects we'll, we work on together. <clears throat> and then we also do the healing circles together. So we're used to working together. Um, yeah, I don't know. How to, I don't know what's coming. To be honest with you, I don't really know what's coming. We're letting the universe direct that show <laughs> just taking the next action step that is yeah. presented yeah and here we are with you yeah yeah i mean that, that's what really matters as long as you're here with me yeah. uh that's, <laughs> that's what, what it's all leading to anyway um <laughs> so then uh so when you are in book writing time is that on your phone is that in uh you know, a uh, notepad, is that on a typewriter? Is that on a computer? Is that on a stone and chisel? Yes. Um, yeah. I wish I could say yes to that. Yeah, same. <laughs> kind of do wish. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not on a stone and chisel. I just write on a laptop myself. Yeah. I think you're the same. I actually, so I attempted to write a book several times and I uh, sort of get inside my own head and stop. Um, I, the flow just, I cut my own flow. So, um, and I started working with a ghostwriter and it's really sharp. It's just an interview process that they go through. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm not actually gonna write the book. I'm only gonna do the interview process. And then they're, I mean, this is the first time I ever do this. So they're gonna try to capture my essence, if you will. Um, so I'll review it and see where it comes from. But we spend like, 20, 30, 40 hours of interview um, to kind of go through different things. And then they, as the experts, sort of take it and piece it together. Because what happens, and not a lot of people talk about this, but what happens in the writing process is that a lot of people get their book to the editor 
an editor has to restart the thing from start to finish because it's, it's just not really, it's not a book that's going to sell or it doesn't work well in the way it's been put together or whatever. So right. um, I figured it'd be kind of cool to try this. And considering how busy I am, um, it's, it's uh, I don't have to sit down and but for these, you know, four hour, eight hour, 10 hour chunks to try to create, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. so we'll see, we'll see how that goes. So speaking of being busy and needing help, um, <laughs> uh, you guys, have you? Uh, where are you with AI help? Oof. I as far as because I, I know it's something that no. can yeah be uh, I don't know, I've seen it more and more mm -hmm. in different places, different ways, and yeah, I always I. I'm always, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. I, I'm, I'm excited and a little scared, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough. <laughs> There's some stuff that's soul crushing of things I've done and it can do better than me now. And, but then that also opens up to what else it could do and mm -hmm. what, what with the things I really suck at, I can have done for me now, such as even at the end of this, um, doing the show notes and putting that in through AI to let that, you know, make it, make it SEO strong and uh, use all those keywords and all that stuff or, and, but then people for, you know, or for lesson plans for some sort of whatever, you know, be able to pop that out and, or outlines or be able to take my, my voice, write everything in my voice and take these stories and make it into, and there's, there's a lot and it's, it changes kind of the way. And then, but, you know, and it's hard with writing, like it, yeah, writing, writing is a tough one. <laughs> writing is a tough one. Music is a tough one. Video, mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with. Video, I don't feel that bad uh for video editing uh, actually if you guys uh, if you have youtube clips they're not sponsored by me yet uh neither is youtube but uh if you want and you have a youtube video up to two hours you can go to opus opus dot pro and then you put in your video and it will make like 10 to 15 different uh clips that are ready to go for youtube shorts or tiktok and it goes and like gets like the most you know poignant parts of the story that are going to be the highest ranking and whatever and uh it's and does it in like 10 minutes it's free that's unreal i get why it's so appealing yeah. and the reason why it's so appealing is also why i haven't touched it yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> I think it's I amazing. Know. I mean, yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing. I think that for people like, like you said, for us, it's going to build us a, a team. It's like going to build us a team that like we would never have access to essentially. And it would make our lives a lot easier. And my, we're like 40 year old people who still have the 12 o'clock flashing on the VTR. Yep. Right. Like and we're working on moving our way further away from society and more into the bush. <laughs> so for us it's it's just trying to find that balance um but i totally understand how amazing it is in that sense 
Um, I also see the, the side of how terrifying it can be. Um, I think we're a ways from having to worry about it, but it's the fact that the ball is rolling that concerns me. Um, and I mean, it is going to be what it is. I mean, like there's some things that once the ball gets rolling, it's really hard to stop or you can't stop even. So for us, I think we're the type of people that we firmly believe that you like, we vote with our dollars, we vote with our actions. Um, and so, you know, we can't, we, we have to be the people who we want to be regardless of how easy or how hard it is. Um, yeah. so I think that's our kind of our stance on it. Although I do see the benefits of this from a business standpoint, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, it makes things that, like you said, it makes the things that you suck at a lot easier and makes you a lot better at those things magically overnight. But I think that that's the danger because then you're losing all of the growth opportunity. Maybe you're not supposed to be able to put out that much content for a reason. Maybe you're supposed to have a slow development to get you to the, like, maybe you have imposter syndrome stuff to work on or self-worth stuff to work on or confidence that you need to have all of that time to get to the point where you're all of a sudden super big now on YouTube, but you're confident in what you're saying. You're able to like project it in a way where you're going to make sense to people and you're going to be able to help people more than if you just are able to put a whole bunch of stuff together and throw it out there. What are you putting out? What if you're, what if you don't know what you're putting out yet? You know what I mean? Right. Right. More than me putting in there and telling it to write me a children's <laughs> story with the moral being not to poop in the swimming pool. Um, there you, go. you know, the world might not need that yet though. So it's, 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 um, it's like technology is any form of technology. It like can be simplified down to a, a tool. And often my concern is, especially with like, when we look at our independence project and we look at why these parents and why these kids are having so much anxiety and depression, it's because technology is an enabler. And so it removes us from our natural state. So now rather than reading a story that you would have told us, like we think back to, I'm thinking of like, um, I'm coming up a left field here, but like the, we talked about uh, like the Vikings and the Nordic, mythology was all passed down by stories so it's real life stories obviously not all but a lot of these real life stories and um and that's how we passed on information for so long but now we're at the point where like not only can we communicate this information to someone on the other world in seconds we're not even the ones communicating anymore and that is like it's just removing us one step further from our natural state and from a you know from this day and age where we have mental mental health crisis that is it you know um don't know how to word this correctly but really like it's we're causing it to ourselves and it's really not that complicated um to solve um and if we could just acknowledge that these things are creating these problems in us and we could learn to live with them um or without them let's say uh we could really make a big difference so my concern is that every time something makes our life easier, it's enabling us and making us quote unquote weaker, which we don't, we don't actually want. We want to have uh, confidence and abilities and skills and strength and so on. So I feel like we're capable of doing things if we need to, instead of yeah. needing to rely on technology to do them for us. Yeah. That's why we have so much anxiety Yeah, or right. one of the reasons why. Yeah. Then how fast you can get a shot of serotonin and dopamine just exactly. from going like this? Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, I got three likes. Yeah. Uh -oh. Exactly. 
funny video and it's i don't know like i i'm, I'm doing song. hypnosis for people with you know so for social media uh to get that down to you know oh. for like uh i don't want to say like i don't know social media dependence almost and yeah. just yeah being and being able to get away from from that and then with like you were saying with the stories um i mean just the way someone you get five people in the room everyone's going to have a different interpretation of the story mm -hmm. so if you're you have that disconnect again of not damn it be from the horse's mouth uh or from the norse's mouth uh, <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh, there's the crickets and um <laughs> so <laughs> there's um I don't know. Yeah, there's just that more more disconnected. It's it's harder to bring it back and get to a place where it, people are like we're, you were saying earlier about being present in the moment. It's just all is going through. Not all. A good chunk of what's going through your head is what what's going to come up here next. What's yeah. gonna What's this thing going to tell me? What's yeah. What's my smart TV? How's my smart TV making me smart? um what you know what's what's next and yet being able to get away from that and get to a place where you are able to be present in the moment is something that i believe needs to be worked on for a lot of people especially the newer generation coming up i mean we lived in the analog world before you know stuff was digital and um you know, but we're still, you know, victim to it as well. But I think, yeah, now it's for sure a lot more of a something that needs to be addressed and, uh, you know, just how much it can affect one person uh, every day, just not being present because they, they're, you know, uh, anxiety from a lot of things i mean there's a lot so um and yeah not a lot just not being in the in the moment in the place you need to be and being in in the right place in your head and you know let allowing that to be how life is lived and that life can be okay it doesn't have to be you you can you can stop you can stop whatever it is and and change change direction pivot uh <laughs> pivot and pivot again if you might not pivot the right the first time pivot again mm -hmm. exactly um so so then okay you got the the books coming up uh 17 18 books uh somewhere in there you got you got the projects um you got the the two sides of the coin and so where are people going to find you um, on the internet? Uh, oh, go, <laughs> go on the internet for that. Don't go yeah. on your- Don't find us there for the rest else. of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We'll just give you our cell phone numbers. And yeah. Perfect. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. If you uh, do have an, uh, an office line, make sure mm. you get a Google Voice number. Um, <laughs> That's free, and that way you don't have to give out your 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 work phone is not your personal phone, but it goes to your own phone. It forwards automatically, so you can have it 
and it's there, but you can just ignore it. And they don't have your personal phone number, but it's, they have your personal phone, uh, access to your personal phone, but you can not answer. So when, if they're not there, if they're going to look up your names on the internet to yeah. uh, be able to work with you, where are they going to go for that? Um, you can find us both on Instagram. So I am Sparklish AF, and Dan is a lowdown leadership and relationship with an N in between. And then um, you can also have a like a those little mini website builder things, which is also the link on my Instagram. So you can find a whole bunch of information there. Dan has one as well. Yeah, and then we've got a I've got a Facebook group uh, where we put up lots of free content. Uh, it's called Lowdown Leadership and Relationships. Pretty easy to find. And uh, just have to fill, fill, uh, fill out a few questions. And it's for anyone who wants to improve their relationship with themselves, the relationship with partner, family member, children, you name it, uh, and or anything leadership related. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on. I enjoy getting to talk with two people today, not four, <laughs> but two, two on two hands. Um, yeah. And uh, everyone, check them out. Get a don't. Don't go and try to find them on your own. Just uh, stick with the information that they just provided. Don't don't go past that. Uh, Never know what you might find out there. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Internet's a big place. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, you two have a good rest of your day, and uh, we'll talk soon, okay? Yeah, thanks so much thanks. for having us on. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. All right. Okay, well, that's Jen and Dan, and you should check them out. They're on my show. Tell them old Rusty Diamond sent you. And thank you guys for being here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGEBN, with great shows such as When the Gloves Come Off, The Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, this is it with Lizzie. Saved by the Ben. And sponsored by Sockemup.org. Fred Ben Savage as fuck. Hypnosis is great. Hardcore comedy and Stoner East Productions. You guys, and that is the show, man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>